0: Our Gospel reading this morning comes from the 5th chapter of Luke, verses 1 through 11. Once, while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, "'Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man.' For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish they had taken. And so also were James and John sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Everybody has a fishing story. Gerald was just sharing his big catch with me. My story begins catching Brim at the river as a boy, teaching Jack and Addie Grace to fish off that same pier with Star Wars and Barbie poles, hauling in an epic catch on an epic day, fishing as a family in Alaska and getting outfished by my new bride Susanna on our honeymoon. My favorite fishing story is about a new female pastor at a church though. And just to be clear, this is not Pastor Jenny's story. She's been roundly accepted and beloved in her short time here already. Not true of Pastor Mary's fishing story. Excellent preacher, teacher, leader, caregiver. Just a few months into the job, she had wowed and won over almost everyone. Young and old, except for a few good old boys. They just couldn't accept or appreciate pastors' Mary's amazing gifts and skills. If you can't beat them, join them. So she decided she would take them up on their offer to go fishing. The trip didn't start out so great for them. Not 50 yards away from the dock, they realized they left the cooler. Ever the pastor jumping in to help before they can even turn the boat around. Pastor Mary says, I've got it! And promptly jumps out of the boat and starts walking on water back to the dock. Walking on water. The good old boys, they shake their heads and one says, "Dag-nabbit! Would you look at that? She can't swim. She can't even swim. Hope that's not your fishing story. Walking on water, now that would be cool. While Jesus walks on water in another story, he still has some fishing story to tell today in Luke's Gospel. It's a whale of a tale. Just as it's a story of calling to the first disciples to fish for people, it's our story as disciples to follow Jesus catching people. Listen now for your story within Peter's story. A story as old as the Bible itself Call stories with all the same highlights. First highlight, Amazing miracle breaks into the everyday. The story starts seaside with the hemorrhaging crowds forcing Jesus into one of Simon's boats and out on the water to speak the Word of God. After wrapping the lesson, Jesus has some fishing advice for Simon because these professional fishermen had been up all night and Couldn't catch a thing. Jesus says, Fish in uncharted, deep waters. They take his advice, and lo and behold, they catch so much fish, their nets are busting at the seams. They call up another boat and catch so much fish, they nearly drown in abundance. It's miraculous. Simon being showered with this unearned, undeserved, gracious gift of a fishing catch to end all fishing stories. An amazing miracle in an everyday activity to men doing everyday jobs. Second highlight, or really it's a low light. Who? Me? Not me. This is the classic first response of every Bible call story and often echoed in our own call stories. Who? Me. Wait a minute. God, you can't be talking to me. Are you talking to me, Jesus? Not me. As Simon responds, I'm a sinful man. I mean, I'm a sinner. I'm no good. I can't speak. I can't lead. I can't swim. I can't walk on water. I can't talk about Jesus. I can't. You fill in the blank. Or the other big excuse. I'm too blank. I'm too busy. I'm too scared. I'm too tired. I'm too worried. The good news comes in the third highlight of the story—reassurance of the call. The inadequacy is brushed aside in story after story. Jesus responds to Simon's not-me misgivings with a simple reassuring, do not be afraid. You are the one I want. You are the one I called. And from now on, you will be catching people. So here's the news flash to both the disciples and us We're not chosen because we're special. We're gifted. We're great. Actually, we're anything but. And that's good news. The amazing, miraculous news that sinful, broken men and women, from Simon and James and John and Mary and Martha, down through the ages, to you and me and to all of us, are chosen as disciples in the first place. Will Williman, Duke Chaplain Emeritus, calls this story's second miracle the biggest of the two a miracle by his definition, when God doesn't play by our silly rules. He goes on to say, the God who chose Israel and the church is a sucker for the likes of me, to say nothing of you. You can look it up. Jesus begins his work not by a solo dive into ministry, but by putting the finger on a dozen knuckleheads and calling them to do what He wants done in the world, go and produce fruit. The disciples' call is simply a matter of assignment by Jesus, a task that is given to be accomplished, work done for the Lord and His mission. Here's the other half of that good news story. It's not about us. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about any one of us. And thank God for that. This fishing story is about Jesus and His power over heaven, earth, sea, and sky. As the two miracles attest, fish raining up from the depths and disciples blessed with the ability to catch people. It's all about Jesus from beginning to end, this story. Just stop right there. Put that up against our viral hashtag, MeFirstCulture. What? It's not about us? Really? It's not about me?" As Jill Duffield states, followers of Jesus are just that. Followers of Jesus. Follower of Jesus. Sent out to catch people for Jesus. The irony, of course, is that in focusing on Jesus and not ourselves, We all but drown in an abundance of mercy, grace, love, and joy. The fourth highlight running through all these stories, a sense of urgency. Do it now. Respond immediately. Jesus issues the disciples' call in the last half of the verse. Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people." But they're still out on the water, so they get their boats to shore, step foot on land, and in the very next breath, they leave everything and follow Him. They get to shore. Do they take even a minute to go to say goodbye to loved ones? Or get their affairs in order? Or send one last email, or Insta, or text, or TikTok. Or say, let me sleep on it, okay? Or, hey Jesus, this is a great idea, but we're going to catch up with you tomorrow. No, 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 no. It's now. Right now. Immediate. In the moment. Urgent. A-S-A-P. They got those boats to shore and they were on their way following Jesus. The fifth highlight lining all these fish stories leave everything. They got the call from Jesus and dropped everything. Even the nets with that huge catch. They promptly walked away from family, friends, homes, jobs, and physical possessions. Renouncing and walking away from all the disciple knows is the heart of Christian discipleship for Luke, which begs the question for us in our discipleship. The need for physical or social distancing to fully respond to Christ's call, creating time and space from some things, sure, and maybe some relationships holding us back. How often do we get weighed down with the weight of the world, our fishing boats about to go under, with news, phones, possessions, schedules, social media, things, technology. Important discipleship questions to ponder. Work is the sixth highlight of our stories. And really, it should be hard work. Back-breaking work because that's the tale of today's fishing story. They fished all night and caught nothing. On no sleep, they fished the next day and then had to strain and stretch to pull in all those fish. Our stained glass window really highlights their strength and hard work. This is a fishing forecast for our discipleship. Catching people is demanding and difficult and never-ending. It requires a daily stubborn stick with itness a daily discipleship persistence, or as Jill Duffield calls it, daily dogged obedience. She preaches, Lord, we've preached every week for 200 years in this place, and still there are dull minds among us. Jesus, we've marched in the streets time and time again, and yet injustice persists. Dear God, we've operated this homeless shelter for as long as anyone can remember, and never is there a night when no one needs our services. Lord, we worked all night long, and our nets came up empty." But if you say the word, we'll get back in the boat and go out again. We'll keep praying, preaching, teaching, serving, fishing for people, trusting you will call forth abundance in due time. Bursting nets, overflowing cups, justice rolling down like water, baskets of food left over, and amazing grace... All around, preach, sister preach, for that is our story all our lives long. The seventh highlight of our story is Into the Unknown. Every time I say that, I can't help but start to sing Disney's Frozen Into the Unknown song. But lucky for you, I won't sing it. Called by Christ to follow him, the disciples head out into a future of unchartered waters with boundless horizons. No idea where they're headed or what the future holds. Just like when Jesus called them to fish out of their comfort zone, And they were rewarded with a miraculous catch. That often happens to us catching people when we venture far from the safety of shore and fish new ways and new bays. It's out there on the edge into the unknown where we haul in powerful and meaningful experiences of God and life. Imagine that's part of your story, too. Into the unknown highlights another part of our fishing story. God is with us. Those first disciples were following Jesus. He was with them out front leading the way. And as we, too, answer the call to follow in His footsteps, fishers of men and women, God in Jesus Christ goes with us as well. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we do not venture into the unknown alone by ourselves, but blessed, accompanied, and sometimes even carried by Christ, Christ self. That's some fishing guide. Now, friends in Christ, let us cast ourselves far and wide and strong into the deep waters of discipleship. Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. Drop everything and daily faithfully and tirelessly. Follow Jesus out into the world. That's our story. Let's go fishing.